0: Hello and welcome to Revive Renew, the podcast. I am your host, Jocelyn, and I'm so excited to bring you bite-sized motivational episodes that will help you design the life you want to live. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut? Would you like to enhance or change your life? Well, this podcast is for you. Hold tight because this episode is about to begin. Welcome to episode number 22 and this episode launches on the last Friday of January 2021. And oh my god, what a long month this has been. I'm not sure if anybody else out there is feeling it and I have heard a lot of people saying that the cabin fever has set in and for myself I'm exactly the same. I feel as if some days are groundhog days. And I'm feeling a bit deflated. Normally, myself and Bob would go away in January. We'd plan to go away for a week. And that would give us a little kick for a new year starting. And I didn't realise how much I would miss it until it wasn't happening. And how much it really serves me well to go away in January. To just give that little kick and boost your life ahead. Anyway, I thought I'd do this episode about self-care and self-care in a way that we really need to step it up and dig deep into what would make us feel that little bit better. COVID restrictions are tight at the minute and we can't go out and see our friends and see family members. Some of us have lost businesses and it's starting to grain in on us now, the realisation that Things have really changed in our lives and are probably never going to be the same. Homeschooling is something that no parent thought they would have to do. And new mothers who have brought home their babies and I expect they're feeling lost and anxious and lonely and overwhelmed. It's such a new experience to have a child. And then through all this pandemic, you can't reach out and be with the ones that you love for support. The loss of a loved one is horrendous at any time of your life. But can you imagine the isolation that it feels like if you've lost someone now in these times? Relationships can be strained with partners and your children when you're home all day, and it all feels that little bit claustrophobic. So we really need an outlet to help us feel somewhat a little bit better in ourselves. Not every day is a good day, but we show up anyway. We must all try to protect our energy. It's okay not to get dressed some days. It's okay if you want time alone, away from everybody else. It's okay not to answer calls or be in touch with people. It's okay to say no, and it's okay to put you first. Turning your yes into no Most of us can feel guilty. It feels like we're not showing up for others, especially in these times. Your household could be full of family and they're pulling at you in all directions and you feel that little bit guilty if you go out for your walk or soak in the bath for an hour when you know that there is stuff to be done in the house. When you feel this type of guilt, it can be known as self-shame. And then you end up never doing anything for yourself or putting it off and putting everybody else first. So the other day I was talking to my friend Michelle and this was before I started working on this episode. And like so many of us, she was feeling deflated and a little bit cabin feverish. And the announcement of the extended lockdown date, I think has tipped a lot of us over the edge mentally, even though it's needed for the country. Later in the day, she texted me saying that, that's it, I'm going to self-care the is out of myself and I'm going to do a body scrub, have a bath, put some tan on, go to bed early and make me feel a little bit more normal. That got me very excited. I was very excited for her and I just kept thinking, oh, what can I do now to make myself feel better? Especially when you're absolutely feeling like shite, <laughs> Um do something for yourself, and even pampering yourself is some sort of self-care. So today's episode is all about self-care. We hear these words knocking around so often. It's a buzzword of last year, self-care. But what does it really mean to you? Recognising the relationship we have with ourselves and prioritising it Putting you first. Making any intention or any intentional effort to do something for yourself that will make you feel good and feel good deep down. If I was to ask you a question, do you take care of yourself? What would your answer be? More than likely you would say, yes, yeah I do. And if I was to ask you, how do you take care of yourself? How do you take care of yourself, what would your answer be? It might not be that simple to answer. Self-care is caring for ourselves. It's anything we do deliberately, do or not do, to look after number one. Yes, spa days, glass of bubbly, having a facial, retail therapy is all a form of self-care, Walks in the park, getting stuck into a good book. They're all my favourites. All forms of treating ourselves and making us feel good. But true, genuine self-care, I think, is more than that. Have a think about what you give to others. Your time, your love, your effort, your compassion. And do you really give yourself the same grace? We are not good for others if we are not looking after our own needs. As I'm always saying, you are the captain of your ship. You must emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually keep strong to keep that ship sailing. When we ignore the signs, our ship starts to sink and all our crew gets a little bit lost along the way. If we are not showing up for ourselves, it becomes very difficult to show up for other people in our lives. Admitting you need help is another form of self-care. Sometimes you can't do it alone. Setting stronger boundaries, saying no more, replacing toxic habits. These are all self-care goals that we don't really think much about. When I say to you, what does self-care mean to you? And I know for me, pampering springs to mind. And yes, that will make us happy. But if you just dive in that little bit deeper emotionally, physically, mentally and spiritually, the more resilient we will be in our lives. Bouncing back from wherever life throws at us. So a few small steps to help you delve into your self-care. Digging deep. Plan dates with yourself. Mark it in the calendar, what you want to do and when you want to do it and make sure you do it. Give you time the same importance as you would any other commitment. This, with practice, will remind you to guard your own time. Make that appointment with yourself and stick to it. So look at your life right now. Look at your day-to-day life and how is it? How does it look? Do you give time to yourself or do you give time to everybody else around you? If you can practice giving yourself self care and giving yourself a purpose every day, or maybe three days a week, or even one day a week, but something that you're going to do for yourself, you're going to stick it in your calendar and you're going to do it for you, making sure that this time set aside for only you. So how do we plan it? Writing down stuff is all my go-to. I'm all about planning and journaling and setting intentions. And a great time to do this would be in the evenings when you're in bed. You're taking out your pen and paper, you're not having any screen time, and you're setting yourself up for the week ahead or the day ahead. Whatever you choose Or whenever you choose to do this, give yourself the time when you're relaxed and you're ready to let that mind wander. So make a list of what you would love to do, the time you would love to have, when in the day or the evening you would love your activity to take place, and how would you think the benefits from your self-care would have on your life? Make the list as if there's no limitations, there's no distractions and take a read of it. Read it again. What is doable from your list of all your self-care feelings and what you would really love to do? And start planning your new self-care life. As I said, stick it in the calendar and make it work for you you are the only one that are in control of everything that you do. It's a great way that you can make a promise to yourself and start your new journey of just thinking of you. Start small. There's no point in writing down um, everything that you're going to do for the next week and really, really push yourself towards giving yourself loads of time when you know that's not really doable because you may have a busy household. We just want to focus on you getting into a good routine of giving yourself some time. Pick at least two to three days and stick these in your diary and what you choose to do and how long you're giving yourself for this act. Start making this a regular part of your life for you. So you are embracing your time. If your days are full of chaos, working from home, looking after children, doing the homeschool and you feel as if time is just flying by and there's there's no time during the day to set aside in the calendar for you, then consider going to bed a little bit earlier and rise and shine and make the morning yours. Get up that hour early just for you. We all have the time for ourselves at some stage it's realizing when and planning it to feel that you're important enough for your time get serious about why you feel guilty if you cannot set aside at least 20 minutes a day for yourself without feeling guilty then you think others deserve your time more than you If you're feeling guilty and it stops you from your self-care plans, you need to start getting out the pen and the paper and asking yourself why you let this happen. Why has the guilt crept right in? Write down your thoughts on your guilty feelings, read them over and over again, and you might see more clearly when it's written down in pen the links between taking your time out, which you do deserve and why it's making you feel guilty this time will help you rationalize your actions and help you move past the guilt eventually and enjoy your self-care moments again time if you feel you don't have much of it reduce your screen time Digi- digitally <laughs> uh, disconnect i hear a lot of clients saying they don't have time to plan to self-care for themselves. But sometimes you're lying to yourself. You're 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 lying to you because how much time do you spend texting, talking on the phone, scrolling through Instagram, looking at Facebook? A great tip would be when you pick up your phone and you know that you're scrolling, just watch the time. Because Most of the time, we look at our phones for more than 20 minutes, for maybe more than 30 minutes. So a great tip would be if some part of the day that you put your phone on, do not disturb and then see how much room for self-care you actually have. You'll be surprised how much time and space that there is for you. Get some movement into your life. It's a sure sign of self-care for your mental health and your physical health. To make time to move, you will never regret it at the end. Your whole being always feels hell of a lot better from the mind, the body, and the soul. Getting out in the fresh air, maybe walking the dog or even the kids coming with you, it is brilliant. And yes, do more of that, but That's still giving somebody else or some little animal um, your time. If you want to really delve into you and your self-care and you feel as if you are a little bit claustrophobic, well, just do it alone. Go out, go walking, sit and meditate, read a book. Whatever the action is, do it for you and not for somebody else. At the end of the day... The relationship we have with ourselves is crucial. Many of us let the relationship with ourselves slide and it's the force to go. And sometimes we put ourselves right at the bottom of the list when it comes to others. And why do we do this? To figure out why, write down why you put yourself last and work towards changing it. Remember, we spend more time with ourselves than anyone else in our lifetime. And you deserve to give yourself just as much care to you than you do to others. It's okay to care for you. Self care is not selfish, a sign of weakness, self indulgent, too much, or something to feel guilty about. Self care is self love, rejuvenating, nourishing, a necessity, self compassion, powerful. And an act of kindness to you. So at the start of this episode, I did mention my friend Michelle and how she was giving herself uh, time out. She felt a little bit claustrophobic, a little bit down in the dumps. And she was giving herself the time out to breathe, to have a bath, to give herself a body scrub, to put tan on, go to bed early. And she does have a household full of boys, so it's all go with them. She also stepped it up a notch and she bought her pair, bought herself a pair of Lululemon leggings, which I was like, woo, go you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Absolutely treat yourself. And that was a great random act of kindness for herself. Her response to what I was saying to her was, oh, look at me. I think I'm loving myself too much. Now, that sentence was the sentence that gave me the inspiration for this podcast, because you can never, ever love yourself too much. Get that idea out of your head. When you put other people first, you feel when you're doing something good for yourself that you don't deserve it. And you do. Put your own oxygen mask on first. Self-care is taking your power back. You cannot serve from an empty vessel. Doing something today, right now, for yourself, your your own self will thank you for it. We see these self-care quotes all the time. We see them online, we see them on Instagram, we see them in other people's pages, and they do give us an instant quick motivational kick. But for longevity, find what self care looks like to you and do it guilt free from today from listening to this episode please make a greater impact on your life shed some of those old habits or old way of thinking and be patient with yourself be kind compassionate respect for yourself feel the love for you every part of you self-care with no guilt and that could be just sitting down with a cup of coffee and writing out what you feel is good for you or what you feel you are good for in this life. Look after your health, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being, your spiritual well-being and put you first all the time. I hope this episode brings something to you and brings some motivation some way, especially in these tough times. I feel it, you feel it. I can sense it off, everybody. It is tough, but we have to be kind to ourselves and give ourselves the time to release and breathe and put ourselves first. If you start self-caring, it will for sure stand for you in the future at the moment these times are testing us but if we do the best we can by putting ourselves number one can you imagine what we will be like when the world starts opening up again nobody else can give you the self-care that you desire or you feel that you deserve it's up to you and you alone This journey is your personal journey and it's up to you to take the driving seat, grab hold of the steering wheel and enjoy the ride for the rest of your life. If you're feeling deflated in any way, well then come on, it's time to change. Don't knock the process of writing things down planning a life of self-care gets easier and easier the more we practice it because the more we love it it feels good so when will you take the plunge and start practicing for you thank you for taking time out to listen to revive renew the podcast if you know anyone who would benefit from these episodes please let others know and get involved you're looking for more information about feeling your best self and health fitness coaching events and retreats take a journey through my website revive follow me on instagram and facebook jocelyn revive renew leave a comment let me know what you thought of the show but most importantly hit that subscribe button today so you'll never miss an episode remember love who you are spread that love to others and make someone smile every single day Catch you soon. Cheers.